Hello, lesbians. Hello, friends. Uh, lovers. Enemies. Frenemies. Acquaintances. Complete strangers. People who feel exceedingly lukewarm about us. Uh, I don't know. And your pets. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh... We're back with another episode about, uh, you know, lesbians, miracles, and such. Episode 10. We've made it so far. Wait, we have? It's yes, this 10. is definitely episode okay. 10. I counted with... I don't keep track. You know how, like, gays are notoriously bad at math, but I, like, <laughs> I am, like, 95%... Is that a thing? I feel like, les- I, like, there are a lot of lesbian, like, engineers and shit, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like, one of them. Yeah, I'm not one of them. I just keep going by all of these, like, stupid memes that I see on the internet that's, like... It's like a triangle, and it's like pick two, and it's like good at math, top, oh, has man. a driver's license. I've seen that. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta cleanse your brain of all those memes. I know. Sometimes. It's really just so hard. It really is. It's, it's addictive. Someone make me put my phone down. I, I just mimed throwing Leah's phone across the it's room. It's fine. I everyone. just actually did it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Um, Speaking of lesbian engineers and mathematicians, um, that's a very grown-up job to have, and (laughs) this is such a good transition I'm making. Um, This episode, we're going to talk about uh, what it means to kind of grow up when you're a lesbian. Um, Growing up gay. Yeah, not not coming of age. We've kind of gone over that, but like aging. Aging. Yes. (laughs) What's, what's aging? I certainly am not familiar with that. I'm so familiar with that. And we're going to talk a lot about it. We're going to talk a lot about it. And I think Jill has a really sort of um, anecdote that's going to situate this conversation in, um, you know, more firmly in a context. So Jill, if you wouldn't mind sharing, as you will see when you click on this episode, it's going to be titled Train Grandma. I'm sure everybody is already burning to know who Train Grandma is, and how she is significant to you. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, well, this topic was kind of born. Uh, I, I took the train to visit my sister for Christmas, and I got on the train, and it was, you know, people watching, and this elderly woman got on the train, and she just looked so put together. Like, define elderly. What would you say her I'm approximate s- age was? I'm so bad at that game, like in both directions. I have no idea how old anyone is. Okay. So if I were to hazard, just judging by- Hazard a guess. Yeah. If I were to hazard a guess, just kind of going off how old I know my mom to be, which I will not share. No. Um, but going off that, uh, I would say she's probably, I don't know, 80. Okay. I think. Yeah. I would go with 80. Um, that's That's my final answer. And um, sorry, train grandma, if you're listening. Um, I'm sure she's flattered. <laughs> clearly. Um, but yeah, so this this elderly woman got on the train, and she just was so well put together. Just like everything about her, just like looking fresh, like fresh clothes. Fresh snazzy. Clothes. Yeah. Would you like use the word snazzy? Not even. It wasn't that like, oh, she's fly. Look at that she style. She transcends snazzy. She just, she just looked like, like she, she was old, but like she wasn't. 
letting it get in her way. I don't know because she it, was still because she, she still wasn't like in like a Depends commercial, like running down a hill. Like I don't mean sure. that. Yeah. Like I just mean like running she was just, down a hill. You know, like those commercials where it's like we're old and like they play like the twist and like but we can still. <laughs> and land, look, you know? my shit didn't leak down my leg because yeah, yeah, these like, Depends are secure. Yeah, like, it's like shit that like that. It's almost like patronizing where I'm just like, oh god, like I must suck being old and seeing those commercials and being like, oh fuck you. Yeah. So like this woman, she was just really like. Self-possessed. That's I the word I would that. use. Really self-possessed in like this this cool way. And everything she had was like perfectly organized. Like, you know, she got out her ticket and it was that was in its own like everything was in its own like satchels. Yeah. Like she had like, it's a woman this, like, of many satchels. Yeah. And like and like she, you know, got out the New York Times and was just reading the New York Times and then like would take a break and like go in her bag and get like a small yogurt and like eat her small yogurt oh my and then God. like and it's just like she was just everything about her I don't know why it like really caught my eye but everything about her was just really like organized well presented well put together not in a flashy way but like in a way that I just was struck by her uh-huh. I, I like nothing sounds she really knew who she it. was she and, knew like, what she was on that yeah, train and she to just do. looked like she took care of herself you know like phys- like she just looked like like, I, like, I'm sure she's probably older than I even think. Like, she just, like, mm-hmm. like, but, like, her posture, like, everything about her, she just looked great. Mm-hmm. And I... What was she wearing? Do you remember? Regular can clothes. I tell you what I'm picturing her in? You can. It's, she's not gonna, it's not gonna be what anyone's picturing, because she looks very normal. She wasn't wearing, like, a lavender pantsuit? No. Oh, okay. God, I wish. Well. No, just reg- regular grandma-ish clothes, but not like granny clothes. You know, sure. there's a difference. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know why, but I was really like struck. Like all, no, no, all struck is, but I was struck. And I just like, was like, that's it. Like that, that's, that's what I want to be like. That's what I want to emulate. Because I was sitting across the aisle from her and like, I think I'm a fair, you know, like I'm not like a total mess of a person. But I've always been kind of messy, uh-huh. like kind of like disorganized, like not dirty, but messy. Like you're not like necessarily like a multiple satchel gal. It's just I'm like all my teachers. I always got in trouble because my desk was just a total mess. Really? I, oh, always. When when that my surprises mom, me because you're such a minimalist now. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have no choice. Otherwise, it's just like I will never know where anything is. Sure. Um, like all the, like t- parent teacher conferences like it was always like Jill's like really good in class like she's you know she's really smart but she needs better organizational skills it mm-hmm. was always like my backpack was just like crumpled papers everywhere I never had my homework I didn't know well I'm so surprised to learn that about you really I yeah, thought that was just bit. like something that everyone could tell no. about me no not at all yeah so it's just like I'm just naturally like it just doesn't even happen on purpose it's like everything in my life just tends to run towards disorder no matter how badly I try not to make it that way. Sure. So, like, I'm across from her and, like, I tried to, like, pack well in an organized fashion. But you did not have, like, a, a miniature yogurt in your purse. No, I had, like, a crumpled up, like, Rolling Stone <laughs> where, like, the cover had been ripped <laughs> off. But, like, she had, like, the New York Times. You had, like, like, a slice folded. of pizza with, like, cat hair on it. Yeah, exactly. And, but, like, and, but when I was packing, I'm thinking, like, I'm doing well, you know, because I've tried over the past however many years of my life to, like, <laughs> get better organizational skills and, like, get it together and, like, you know, have everything where I need it. And, like, I I, I don't know what it is, but it's what, something innate in me that I don't have. And just seeing her and I was like, 
I have to, like, I have to try harder. Like, I want, like, everything about my life to be, like, neat and clean and, like, I mean, yeah, per- so timely with Marie Kondo, all that stuff. True. But, like, it was just, like, Train Grandma was, was it for me God, I wonder that. what Train Grandma's so name was or oh, is. I wish I knew. Gail? Gail, probably. We can call her Gail, like, G-A-Y-L-E. Yeah, Absolutely, Gail. yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I was like, that's it. I was like, I still have time. And I'm going to, like, I want to every day, like, in appear like, I want to be so much more fastidious, like, in my appearance. I love that word. In my apartment. Uh-huh. In, like, my everything, like. <clears throat> she became, like, so aspirational for yeah. you in that moment. So, <laughs> like, even apart from, like, that train ride where, like, now I sound like a crazy person because I'm staring at this I woman. love the concept of train grandma. Jill told me about train grandma, and I was like, we have to build a podcast episode around this. Just because, I mean, first and foremost, I love saying the phrase. Train grandma. Train grandma. Yeah, I named her train grandma. So, like, she, I was like, all right, she's my train grandma. And, like, everything in my life now, it's, like, my, like, WWJD is, like, what would train grandma do? <laughs> what would train grandma right, like, do? Like, Leah is sitting in my apartment, a new apartment that I moved into, like, a little like a month and a half ago and like I have been like trying so hard to keep it like clean and it's very clean and like and see she can attest to that and like people that know me know like that doesn't always happen and like it's not again it's not a dirty thing it's more of like a messy thing uh-huh and like a disorganization thing and so like I'm trying so hard because of train grandma so like if my old dyke can be like fastidious <laughs> and fresh and clean all the time and just like have it together uh-huh. like that's so she's my inspiration and it's interesting I think I mean as like queer people and as lesbians sort of finding these older lesbian role models because like maybe they're few and far between or like I think what you're looking for and sort of like an aspirational figure or somebody who you want to grow up and be um who's sort of like outside of your career and sort of like outside of all of these like obvious areas of your life like it's really easy for example to look at your boss or the CEO of your company who's you know, hopefully, like, a powerful, badass woman to be like, I want to be her when I grow up. But, like, insofar as, like, being a queer person in the world and, like, you know, growing with your queerness, I think it can sometimes be difficult finding those kinds of role models. So when you do, even if they're not necessarily queer, like, train train grandma, I think you're more inclined to adhere to that. I hope train grandma is queer. I I was calling her train dyke before that, (laughs) and Jill was like, no, no, no. Get it right. Dial that the fuck back. It's train grandma. Yeah. I, you know, because we were both traveling by ourselves on this train on, like, Christmas Eve. So, like, in oh my... Oh, my God. It was Christmas Eve? Yeah. That's such an important detail. Because, yeah, that... I mean, I actually left that out because, like, that that was actually one of the most important things because I was imagining myself being an old dyke and I'm like... Yeah, actually, that was kind of the, the, the point of the story where I was just like, <laughs> where is she going by herself on Christmas? Yes, Because, like, I'm going somewhere by, by myself and, like... No oh matter, God, I no hope matter. my like, partner is a poet who like lives in the wilderness. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe she doesn't even have a partner. You know, maybe she's going to visit her kid. Maybe, but like the fact that like she's just so confidently and self-possessed traveling by herself on Christmas. Yes. I was like, whatever she has done in her life, she's done it right. I and, love like, that. If I can end up like that. 
that that's why that was literally what caught my eye like it wasn't even like the I mean the other stuff was then like it but like sure. that was it because it was like the hook was that like we were both riding on a train on Christmas Eve by ourselves oh the scene so it was like why are you riding on a train by yourself yes, on Christmas I Eve and it's it. like well I'm single and I'm going to celebrate Christmas with my family at my sister's uh-huh. like and so I'm like why are you you know in my head like so it's train like grandma. a weird love actually that like <laughs> happens on a train yeah. and just like with yeah so that that's what it really was where I was like if I you know if you know, however many years from now, there is someone sitting across the aisle from me, and we're both on the train on Christmas Eve. You want to be somebody's aspiration. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what I want to talk about is, you know, to piggyback on this, I think if you're lucky, right, as you get older, if you are lucky enough to even have the privilege of getting older, and I don't say that lightly because, you know, a lot of people unfortunately do not, but like if you're lucky and if you're doing it right, you're becoming a more enhanced version of yourself. And hopefully that enhanced version of yourself is a better version. Like you're not an enhanced, shittier version of yourself. So like what kind of dyke do you see yourself growing into? And like what characteristics do you have now that you hope like become more played up and sort of what do you want to try and um, not like work against or work out of you, but perhaps be more <laughs> conscious about developing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, is that a question you're Yeah, that's a me? question I'm asking oh. you. That's not rhetorical. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I often think about, like, my, like, style as, like, I'm like, what, like, what clothes am I going to wear? Like, how am I, like, what, like, yeah, what's my old dyke style? Like, uh-huh. I, it's a question I think I've probably asked you before. Like, yes, I, I think like, we've had this it, conversation before. Yeah, like, if before. you are a lesbian and a friend of mine, I've, almost certainly asked you this question and because I love to think about it like I see myself as like having like completely gray hair like I'm gonna be like silver fox oh my god so sexy like I'm on my way but it's slowed down a little bit I guess because like I'm less stressed out than I was a few years ago I'm like looking at you right now and don't see that any grays in your hair I've never really noticed them before at all to tell you the truth yeah, I have a I have a strip. I'm gonna show you. It's somewhere here. I just don't part my hair enough to show. I'm it. still not seeing it. But anyway, it was coming in like a lot, like um, a couple of years ago, and, and then I removed myself from a stressful situation, <laughs> and it's not coming in. I'm really in proud of as you quickly. for doing that. Good girl. I'm, I'm a little bummed though. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna be such a silver fox, and like I still will be. You it's have just, time. It's gonna take like ten years though. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna have this like a silver mane. Probably like a similar, I don't know. I see myself in a similar haircut to one I have now. I never ever want to be like one of those old ladies with like the perms. Like, the oh perm no, Hell or no. I mean, I think that's more grandma generation because I think that was kind of the hairstyle they had in the 50s. That's what I'm saying. Like, when they were young children, they you like look at like yeah. young women from like the 30s and 40s and 50s, you're like, this is like an 18 year old, she looks like she's fucking 45. What is up with that like helmet yeah. of hair? I'm going to wear a lot of black as I do now. Honestly, I don't see that much changing and yeah. I like that. And I think that's one of the cool things about being queer because you have, a, I don't know, I feel like you have more leeway. Like I to think like, so too. You know, like you see some people and you're like, oh my God, why are you dressed like a teenager? But like if it's a gay person, I'm like, yes. Yeah, you can just kind of like continue on in like your individuality and autonomy, I think, because there's like less pressure to adhere to 
norms and conventions. Yeah. You know, and those are like institutional norms and conventions and also like with regard to style and how you present in the world. Also right now, like we're very fortunate to live in New York, so yeah. you can walk down the street like looking however the fuck you yeah, want to yeah, look, exactly. which is like a privilege a in and of itself. Costume. Yeah, of course. I kind of wish I was right now. Not me as an old dyke is just a like you, just walking around with gray hair, a gray hair, like in a brontosaurus onesie. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Yeah, no, but I can completely see myself with like black ripped jeans in a black leather jacket with yeah. a fucking wallet chain and a silver mane. I mean, for example, my mom wrinkles. is not a lesbian, but like her style has sort of like not sort. Of, she's, you know, I won't say her age, but she looks the same as she kind of always did and has always sort of like maintained her individuality in that regard. And that has been such a great sort of role mo- model for me to have. So is that the old dyke you want to be? Your <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, the old dyke I want to be is like myself as an older dyke, but that she sort of tacitly gave me permission to just sort of continue to be who you are and not have to like change your style drastically because you get older. You know what I mean? And I think that's like that realization in and of itself is an, was an empowering one to me. Yeah. I like, I know personally just so few older stylish Grandma dykes. Oh, well that too. Oh yeah. I don't know know any grandma dykes. Yeah. Like it's just, I mean, you you know, I know like on TV or whatever you you see, you know, representation and stuff like that, and there could be more. But like, <laughs> it just yeah, it's just it's hard for me to like to again, it's hard to have like that like that's the old dyke I want to grow into because right. I'm like oh who's she I don't know I don't know anyone sure like, <laughs> whenever I mean there have been like several occasions and I think you've been there for them where there have been old dykes in cubbyhole and like. We're leaving at the same time. And not that I corner them on the sidewalk, <laughs> but you've seen me. I, like, take the time to have conversations with them because, like, I want to know about the way that it used to be. And I want to know what their coming-of-age experience was when yeah. gay rights... I mean, there's still something that you have to fight for and that we have to fight for. But, you know, they were living during the time of the Stonewall riots and shit like that. And, like, going to the same bars that they are now. And it's just... They're such keepers of history. Yeah. And I think, like people are probably not talking to them and tapping into that as much as they should be. Or maybe I just feel like I'm not. But whenever I see an older lesbian out in the wild, I'm always like, I want to squeeze them like a sponge of knowledge and be like, give me your wisdom. Tell me everything about your experience. Like, bestow it unto me. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one thing, and and you have been there for this because we are – Almost always at Cubbyhole together. <laughs> and hang out a lot. Yeah. but like, Very blessed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I would not have it any other way. Sure. Um, but, uh, like, when we have, like, seen those older dykes at Cubbyhole, something I've noticed is that, like, when we find out their age, they're always way older than we think. Yes. Which makes me feel so good about myself. It's like myself. they're sleeping in <laughs> formaldehyde. Like, they're so well preserved. Yeah, it's like, like we'll be ta- I'll be ta- like, we'll be talking to this, like, woman who's like clearly like an older dyke but she's like she's got like a little bit of like perhaps a cop haircut you know yeah and like and and like so it's like oh, okay and like in my head I'm like oh she's probably like 10 to 15 older than you 10 10 years older than me tops let's say and it's that's like, generous and it's like 15 to 20 years older she's like I am 63 and I'm like what yeah and it's like insane I wonder what that's from. I wonder if that's like, I don't know. Do you think like dick makes you old? (laughs) (laughs) Of that like, we each go (laughs) 
I don't know. Well, you and I are in great Girl, shape. Girl, I'll see you at fucking 83 years old, <laughs> all up in that cubbyhole, looking fantastic. Looking fly. But yeah, I think it, well, I think it has to do with a lot of things, you know? But I think the fact of the matter is that, well, they're queer. They're still living in like a booming metropolis, which I think keeps you. Yeah, I know. But it's not about staying young. I think it's about staying vital. I think they have a certain vitality. Like they haven't resigned themselves to any sort of like way of being or fitting a certain narrative that they thought they had to fit. And I'm talking about like heteronormative conventions and like fulfilling the whole script, like getting married and having babies. I think there's a lot more freedom that you get to define it on your yeah, own. Yeah, to like, yeah, to and, like... Sorry. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. I no, I think you. it just allows for like more of a, a vitality in your life. And that's not to say that like straight people don't have the same kind of vital lives, but I just think there's more opportunity to like kind of define it on your own terms. Yeah, if you're absolutely. Yeah, you, there's more kind of like freedom to, you know, be this author of your, of your life. Exactly. And like, you, you don't really have to like follow any blueprint. And... That can be really empowering, and I, I think, I think, yeah, that that does seem to Im- imbue someone <laughs> with, with, with vitality because it's like, I don't know, there's like a little bit of magic there. Then. There's a little bit of magic there, and there's like always that kind of pull of like, this compelling sort of uncertainty, you know, like yes, great, uh, yes, I'm sorry, I'm, re- <laughs> I'm sorry, I really like, I like that phrase. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and like. I don't know, like, I think, like, you know, people treat the elderly awful. Uh, People treat queer people awful. And uh, I often, like, think about, like, like, so my my parents, they live in an assisted living facility. They live in, like, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest in the country um, in Florida. They live there, like, anyway. Anyway, so they live, not no, assisted living? No, they live, I don't... I don't know. They're not like in a nursing home. They're like, you know, it's just like a bunch of it's old like people in the same It's like a gated community town. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But, we get uh, what you mean. It's in Florida. Yeah one, yeah, one of those places in Florida where it's like a little village with a bunch of old people. Like that a retirement around golf carts. community. Literally called the villages, actually. Oh my God. They ride around on golf carts? Yes, they do. Girl, um, gold. And it's like, honestly, I like I visited and it it's like spring break for old people. I like, love literally. it. Like there's like... They play golf and like you see people like day drinking. So I'm just like, what is happening here? So I wonder, like, is there is there anything like that for old for old people for old gays? Like, have you heard, ever heard about anything like well, that? Well, I will say I have like um, an older second cousin. I guess she was my grandma's cousin. So I don't know what her relationship is to me, but she is an old dyke and like was the first lesbian I ever. Um, was kind of aware of in my life and she was always she lives in Florida but she um always her and her partner were always visiting Rhode Island and they would like come to my grandma's house and paint things for my grandma you know like very sort of old school butch and they live in some sort of retirement community in Florida together I do not know if it is you know a gay specific <laughs> retirement community I kind of want to say that it's not yeah well, I think they're like a little just generationally because of the time in which they grew up like perhaps a little more under the radar about she those sort of things. Roommate she lives with her roommate. That's exactly how that woman was always described to me as her roommate, oh, you know? Man, but they were yeah. always like so lovely and loving towards each other and, you know, in my life, 
older women were like divorced from all the men and there was like oh is this just like sort of like I don't know not necessarily drama but I guess like complications in heteronormative or heterosexual relationships that I observed as a kid and they had the most loving and nurturing and beautiful relationship which is like fucked up that you would point to a little kid and be like, oh, they're friends and roommates because I think that kind of representation yeah, like they're, like they're is the so best vitally fucking important. Model. They're the best role models. Look at them and don't look at anything else. Yeah, for real. But anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they live in some sort of a community in Florida. I don't know that it's a gay-specific community, but I know that like they seem to be extraordinarily happy you know, doing whatever it is that That's they're doing. That's great, yeah. And God bless. Yeah, my my folks, they they've told because I think I said something where I was like, man, I wish there were one of these for gay people, and I like my parents were, like, oh well, there are gays here. Like we're like on, our trivia team has a gay couple, blah blah. Has like, a gay like Harry and Gary or something. I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> that's not it. But like, but like you know, they're, they're like, oh, we're we have gays. We're friends with the gays. I'm like, yes, I know. So there's a place for them. But like, yeah, I want no, like I a gay like paradise. Yeah. Me too. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, I think like straights can, but like they should be the straights minority. Straights can come. Yeah. Sure. Like, like they can be like our straight friends, but like no one else is. Exactly. <laughs> Just like my philosophy on like straight people in any gay space. I'm like, well, if they're my straight friends, they're it's fine. okay. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> she's with me, honey. I mean, maybe, I bet one of those exists now, but I think the really cool thing about like our generation and generations to come is that like people are being more out and more open and like more accepting. I think, you know, it's always kind of like one step for- one step forward, two steps back, but I think that whole landscape when we are like retirement age, whether or not we will actually be able to retire and that is certainly a separate conversation but I think there will be a lot more of that hopefully yeah I'm if sure. the I world mean, is still around. ideally I would love like a golden girl situation with like all, yes. all my friends queer queer Please. and straight but like mostly queer but let's put straight no no uh, but yeah just like 10 of the magical borough like Kim and V's houses like in yeah. a cul-de-sac in Florida and like we all live in like one of them yeah exactly can we do that? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Is everybody else on board? You can let us know in DM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel sl- like we've all talked about this before anyway. Yeah, sli- yeah. slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Let us know if you're in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make start it like, buying some land Any or something. Any rich daddies out there want to sponsor this? <laughs> yes, <laughs> any rich daddies. <laughs> Holler at us. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, on, on the flip side of like growing up and like also like getting it together like train grandma. I thought you were going to say getting it in. That's just where my head is at. <laughs> getting it in as an old. Um. <laughs> as in, you know, those numbers, whatever. Um. <clears throat> but like, I, I I, don't know if this is like a, a generation thing, like a millennial thing or a, a queer thing or a little bit from column A, column B, which is what I, I would imagine. Sure. But like, okay, we're in our mid thirties. Yep. And there are still like milestones that like are kind of, are have been set out, especially for straight people that like either we're not close to reaching, don't want to reach, or just like sure, you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, you know, like mid thirties, like it, it's crazy because like in some ways I feel like like okay, like good career like yeah. I, you know I, I have you know Shit figured out bought your own apartment yeah but I, I still am like well, shocked like, when I realize how old I am and like especially like when I look at friends 
with like, because I live in New York City. So like, I look at friends that like, some of my best friends that have like houses. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit, you have a fucking house, like an actual house on land. Like, I literally like. An we actual were, house on land? It's like, like not we a at, boat? When we were at, like the last time I was at Courtney and Allen's upstate, right? Yeah. I was like in their garage and I was like, how the fuck did you get a chain? Like, who just, like, like how'd you get all this, these tools and equipment in here? A chainsaw? Is that like, what you were going to say? like a wheelbarrow. And I'm like, I don't know anyone. <laughs> like, I'm like. I'm too, like, I'm not an adult enough to own a wheelbarrow. You know, like, like really, like, weird things where I'm like... Like, I don't even have a fucking silverware organizer. Where I'm like, oh my god, I'm doing so bad because I don't have a wheelbarrow. No, I think they're, like, a special case. And I will also say, all of my straight friends in Rhode Island got married when they were in their 20s. And then all of my straight friends in New York didn't get married until they were in their 30s. So it's like, you know... Yeah, but even, even my friends with kids, though, like, every now and then... Like, I'll, like, wake up, like, maybe hungover or not even just, like, a bad night of sleep. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, no one could ever entrust me with a child. No. I mean, and, like, luckily I have no intention of ever having children. And and that's one of the reasons why. I've never wanted them, even when I was a child. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's crazy to me. And I'm just like, does this mean I, like... I always wonder, I'm like, am I immature? Like, I don't know what it is. I don't think I am, but I, it's it's hard to know. I think people adapt to their circumstances, you know? I mean, for example, like, I don't, from what I've heard from people who have had children, and this is just, like, pure speculation, and anybody can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody is ever ready for that. It's just sort of something, like, ha- that happens and you adapt around. Yeah. For us, it's never going to happen by accident. I was at urgent care today, and the woman was like, is there any chance you could be oh, pregnant? God. And I was like, no. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, not unless something about biology has, like, changed, and I didn't read the article. Like, I'm yeah. pretty fucking sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it when they ask me that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but you know, I think people sort of grow around what life hands them. And if you're in a position where you're not going to have a kid by accident, or you don't feel social pressure to get married because, like, you are outside of that convention, then the sort of things and milestones that you adjust and adapt around are different. And that doesn't mean that you're not adjusting and adapting and growing as your straight friends are, it just means that you're doing it in different ways and ways that are perhaps less visible because there's um, less of a framework around them. Okay, so what are some like queer maturity milestones? (laughs) Um, You know, like what is the sign where it's like, now you are mature? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you start pronouncing it that way. You start Um, saying nature, yeah. well, certainly, like, getting married can qualify right. as one of them. Um, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Is it, like, I think your like, first time U-Hauling? <laughs> your first time U-Hauling? I think for, you know, I think we... Coming can, out, but that's coming a different out, kind of That's milestone. a different kind of milestone. I think we can't discount, like, becoming more and more comfortable in your sexuality and, like, really working on your Ooh, internalized homophobia. That is a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. nobody is having conversations around that. Like, oh, like, Becky and Jonathan got married and, like, Leah's really, like, working on her internalized homophobia. You know, it's like, 
it doesn't hold the same societal <laughs> yeah. weight, like, but it is important. I'm going to send like a Christmas card of me like on my therapist couch or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, like, she's putting in the work. <laughs> totally. <laughs> she's loving herself so she can go and love someone else. <laughs> but I think, but I think you're onto something because if I, if I do compare like, so I've been out for a long time and I've never, you know, I've never like been ashamed or whatever but but there is like a weird comfort where it's just so part of me now yeah and it, there, it, I don't know there's less awkwardness in have in like bringing that side of myself to others like so I just spent a weekend with some friends of mine that I've known for a very very long time some of them since I was a, a small child some of them since I was um a young adult, but not out, so, and all, you know. And, and, and like and various permutations of like yeah. you in your life, so, all of your past selves. Yeah, but a lot of them have like kind of this image of me that I think is maybe a little dated, but also like I, I like that they have it, you know. Yeah, like it's like, for sure. Like, oh, Jill, that Jill, she, ha, ha, you And know. you have to have keep people in your life who are sort of like the keepers of your past for you. Yeah. And who will like remind you of that. Yeah, I, yeah, like I actually, I kind of, I kind of love it. It's not, it's not a bad thing. But I like, so I guess like there were a number of years where I didn't really see any of these people, like not because of any type of falling out. It's just like when, like, like I knew them from working at a summer camp and, um, and after we all stopped working there, you know, we're in our twenties and doing stuff and you don't have like the money and time to like have big reunions and get together and hang out. Right. And now that we're all like in our thirties and like the people that have kids, their kids are a little older now, like we find more time to all get together, uh-huh. which is great. And, but so like, I guess where, when I last left them, I was like maybe newly out and not as comfortable I, acknowledging it. I didn't even realize at the time. That I, I, I didn't feel uncomfortable at the time. Right? Isn't that so yeah, interesting? Yeah, but like, like hanging out the with power them. power of like, retrospect. Yeah, hanging out with them like two weeks ago, I, like, I could almost tell like in their eyes that they're like, oh, you know, like I could almost like see myself, you know, like how they see me now and like that they're like, I don't know. Like, I, it felt like we're always just like, oh, like you, like, you guys, like, you know, don't know, like, mature dyke Jill. Sure. And the, and, mature and, dyke Jill. <laughs> yeah. What is that? MDJ? MDJ. I love but mature dyke Jill. But it was, like, really Jill. nice. Like, it was just, I had such a good time with these people and, like, felt so myself and comfortable, you know? Like, sure. It's like, not that I didn't before, but it was just, it's hard, it's, it's difficult to explain, but I felt, there was just, I felt so much more at ease. Interesting. I think that's why it's important to like maintain very strong connections to your past. And I think that's especially important as a queer person because, you know, a lot of us have had difficult pasts for any kind of a reason, but especially coming to terms with our sexuality. And a lot of us do sort of, at least me, separate their lives into sort of a before and an Mm -hmm. after, like before I came out and after I came out. But I think it's important to have people in your lives who like remind you of where you came from. And then important to have people in your lives who like um, help you forge a very strong connection to the present and remind you of where you are. Because I think sometimes it can just be easy to backslide or like lose sight of yourself or lose sight of your progress because we don't have those sort of like same milestones or like institutional checkpoints or markers to let us know that like we are growing and progressing in a way that is like healthy and you know linear and not linear but like yeah. ever evolving. Yeah, and because we don't have those like signpost that's like welcome to this you exactly. know it's like it's, and this it's hard to know this at this stage unless in your like, life. you like step into like another part of your life that you're not in often and so it gives you some perspective for sure so I had the opportunity to get that perspective and it was really 
It's really nice. Like, yeah. it, was, it was great. I it mean, kind I of, like, fills you up inside, right? Like, you walk away with, like, a little bit of, like, a fuller heart. At least I do when, like, yeah. that stuff happens Yeah, it, to like, me. It, made me, it made me appreciate them. It made me appreciate me. Like, right. I, was, I was just like, good job, me. And hopefully, <laughs> like, if they're the and right they, people, like, they're proud of you and you can feel that, even if they're not saying it specifically. Yeah, and, like, it also made me, like, kind of, like, appreciate younger me. Like, it made me see younger me. Like, I think, like... Even, like, there was turmoil inside of me. Sure. And it maybe, like, came out in the form of, like, anger. And I, I just yeah, maybe, like... Yeah, I get that. And, like, I might not have been as, like, I don't know. I just, just more, like, uptight. Just, like, yeah. you know, on edge. And now that I don't have that, it's, like... And I didn't realize that I had that. And, like, kind of looking back now, it's, like, oh. It's, like, oh, it's so much easier to breathe. I didn't even realize it wasn't... You know, like I didn't even realize I, I someone was stepping on my throat. But yeah, like, I want to send you a card that's like, thank you for having compassion for your past selves. Oh, yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. You know, that's something that I really had to realize and I'm still realizing every day as an adult. It's like, yeah. I think my inclination was to, was and kind of still is. It's like almost muscle memory and it's in my body and it sometimes surprises me. But like my inclination is to be very hard on myself and to beat myself up because like I had a messy coming of age and I, there were a lot of fucking things I got wrong. And for a long time, there was a lot of shit I wish I could go back and fix. And it's always like, you always have to remind I, well, for me, I always have to remind myself to like nurture those people that I was and like really make a very conscious and concerted effort to make space for them and have compassion for them. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, it ain't easy. We're all just we're all, doing, we're all just our fucking best, doing the best. Like we we're can. all out here in the dark, no compass. Like Yeah. <laughs> and I will say, like, with regard to all of this, like internalized homophobia and like kind of like having all of these like weird sticking points in you and not knowing like where and what they are I think when you start to get into a relationship with somebody and like you're opening yourself up and becoming vulnerable to somebody I think it's really easy for all of that shit to like have lain dormant for however long you've been single or like not tapping into that and then when you start to like try and get to know somebody else and be close to somebody else and become vulnerable with somebody else it's like it all bubbles to the surface a little bit again mm -hmm. and it like it becomes something else that or just like something that you have to work through anew that's how it is for me I get that I mean it's almost like a, a trope I don't know if I call it a milestone because I don't think it's a milestone but it's no like, I don't it's think like, it's a milestone no, but it's I, like a particular process yeah I mean I, I'm uh, what I would relate it to is like when you are on a date with someone and like it's like the first or second date and it's like how did you know you were again yeah how did you know you? And right it's like, and it, it's kind of cute and cool and i like that it's something that's ours you know like straight people don't go on a date and it's like how did you know you were sure straight? you know like and that and i like that you know like i like that bonding moment where it's just like we're here, we're queer. Yeah. But then, like, I think as, like, if that progresses and as you go along, at least for me, and maybe this is, like, a matter of my not being as aware of myself as I could be, though, like, I really try and make a conscious effort to be. Like, I don't realize there are these sort of insecurities in me. And then, like, I don't know, I think being with some person brings them out and like mm. maybe it does bring out some sort of an internalized homophobia or for me it does that I thought I had worked through and was like completely gone and it's like whoa I guess that's still like there and now I have to like figure out how to deal with this wow yeah I don't think I've ever had that but I but I get it because it's like when you're like 
in something that's new, there's just so much vulnerability. Yeah. And so if it's like you're making one part of yourself vulnerable, so like all the other vulnerable parts of you. It's just like an you, opening. Like yeah, a exactly. Grand opening. It's like I'm picturing like all these other vulnerable parts of you being like, yes, like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like the floodgates open and just it's like I'm out, like, and then it's just out. like, well, I wish yeah, I could like, like pull that piece little, back like, and that piece cartoon back. Characters that are like, we're free. Wasn't ready for you to quite see that one, yeah. but like here we are. Yeah, and then that that's what that's what happens. And but maybe that's, that's part the of case getting for to know everyone. someone and connecting with someone. Sure, but I feel like for queer people, it's like especially different because it's like I don't know, like there's this part of myself that I'm still not okay with. Like, are you okay with this? And like, how do we even oh. find a language to talk about it? And are you okay with like my not being okay with this? Wow. That, no, that's super interesting for me because, so I'm super okay with it. Yeah. And so much that like, I'm like surprised to hear you mention that. I mean, I surprise, my, I, it surprises me yeah. myself. Oh yeah. You and, know? And, yeah. And like, that's the thing. I'm not like coming, you know, like, oh, No, okay. I know you're not. Oh, it's one course. of those things where it's just like, whoa. Like, I feel like I have to be like, I am like still overly defensive about it a little bit. No, it's, it's, it's really interesting to hear you say that because like, you know, like, it's like, you see the sky is blue. You're like, sky is blue, the sky is blue. And then, like, you have that moment where you're like, okay, well, I see the sky is blue, and, like, Leah says she sees the sky is blue, but is the blue that we're seeing the same color? Sure, you know? yeah. And it's kind of like that to me, where I'm like, oh, like, I didn't even, like, you know, it's like, I didn't even, like, realize that. And, like, to hear you say that, it's like, you know, like, now, <laughs> excuse me, now, like, uh, if and when, you know, whoever, whoever, whoever I, I, like, get serious with next, it's like, I, I say I wouldn't even consider that unless they like, you know. But when you get serious with somebody, or is it just me? It's like your demons come out a little bit. Mine do. Mine do to me, even if I'm not showing them to oh, my no, other my person. My best side comes out. Oh really? Oh yeah. I saved the demons. My for best later side comes out too. <laughs> but like a lot of like my, um, I guess perhaps insecurity about like my place in the world and like whether or not I am worthy of, like, being loved... Oh, jeez. ...comes okay. out. Yeah. Well, this really? just Even, turned into, like, a fucking therapy but session. But, like, at but the like, beginning, yes. beginning? Um, not generally, but, like, if I'm, like, really, like, having, like, strong and serious feelings for a person, then, like, yeah. Because, like, I want them to know everything about me, and, like, I want to be as open and vulnerable as I can, but in order for me to do that with somebody else, I also have to do it with myself. And, like, prior to that, I've just been, like, kind of, like, coasting along in my life, chilling, not thinking about this that shit. And sense. then it's, like, an emotional excavation, you know? Yeah, Like, yeah, you have yeah. to, like, work through your shit and then, like, work through it with another person, and it's just, um, it, it throws me for a loop. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I guess, I guess I experience, like, I have different phases and like phase one when you're like totally goo goo gaga for this person. Like, I like, yeah, no, that's like, that's my, my best self comes on out and like, yeah. And, Me too, but there's and I also some shadow side. Like now I know like to warn them where I'm just like, listen, I know you think this is great, but like they're... they're like, I'm also it, kind of fucking crazy. I'm like, like Shh, this doesn't last forever. Oh God, can, the lights just flickered. Yeah, I know. It's like a poltergeist in here. It's like the ghost of one of my exes. Like, Damn <laughs> straight, though. Yeah, it's like, oh girl, you think you don't like got some darkness in you? No, no, but it's like, you know, because it's like... And, and I see... 
Yeah, I, and I see them with rose-colored glasses at the beginning. You know? Oh, well, that is like something I'm so guilty of. Yeah, like I so I love the show BoJack Horseman, and there's this line in it. I'm obsessed with the show, but this line in particular, just like, I mean, honestly, anyone that likes the show will quote this line because it's so good. It's like the thing about rose-colored glasses is that all the red flags just look like flags. Ooh, child! And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. I just got I the chills even saying that. I like, wish I didn't even so know that. Child. It's so true, but it yeah. is because it's like when you're when you're like falling for oh, someone. I put people on a pedestal. It's like I so don't hard. see any and of their flaws. And it's unfair to them, you know, because then when they act like a an, an actual, actual human, human being, a complex human, just yeah, like a you complex are. human, just like everybody is. I'm like, whoa, like. What is this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like like so I've like had like really some some interesting dating experiences lately. We'll say <laughs> okay, yeah. Where I thought like, you were just gonna say some interesting dating experience. I'm like, girl, we know. Me too. <laughs> no, continue. No, but like it's like I haven't I haven't been in a serious relationship in in a while, and I haven't even gotten close. And part of it is because like I like like either I see the red flags like. Too clearly, like yeah. too early, or are you like too inclined to look for them now? Maybe because it's like no preservation. I don't, even, I don't no? even get to that point. Honestly, I, I when I really connect with someone, it's uncontrollable. You, yeah, we, of we've course. talked about this. Like, oh, when of course, and that's how you know it's like true. Yeah, you just cannot because you ignore all the. You things fucking that you lose ignore. yourself. Yeah, like and it, like it, that's I think gorgeous and chem- beautiful. Chemical. It's so it's chemical. Yeah, like it's, it's like wild. there's nothing you can do. I, I guess no. I just haven't met. You the just right gotta person. ride that wave rather than like <laughs> dating hang a bunch on of fucking like, tight. horrible people. It's like that being I see on a roller thing. coaster and like they didn't put the harness on properly, and you're like, all right, no, I'm I a know. white knuckle. This I've I've, I've, I've <laughs> been there. It's a privilege and it's like gorgeous and beautiful, but it's fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. It's oh, terrifying yeah. to like you know feel like you're like not losing your identity for a sec a second but like to have had such a firm grasp on your life and then be so for me like willing to like relinquish it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I get that I mean on, on the other hand like you know a part of growing up is like well not a part of growing up fuck that no everyone everyone has different things from what they want out of a relationship and a partner and some you know and intimacy but um Something I've learned, I guess, like, and, and through for, through maturing is, uh, you know, that that beginning roller coaster, heart drop, butterflies, smitten kitten phase, which is great. Um, I, you know, the first time you experience it, you think that's what love is, and it's gonna be that way forever. Yeah. And then, like, when it starts like fading, as it does, because like literally, like chemically, it can only last something like like. Um, I think a year and a half. I like yeah. read it online. I've actually. been like reading a lot about that. Lately yeah. So well. like, and and then like, all right, like you get into like you, you settle in and you like, settle how in. do I like actually? Okay, this is an this is a real human I'm dealing with with good days and bad days and yep. you know, diarrhea and you know <laughs> I don't know you know like, yeah. But what I'm getting at is like you know like part of growing up also is like learning <laughs> what like. I'm not learning what love is, but maybe learning what love is not. And like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or learning how love can be sustainable. Yeah. And I obviously... Beyond not, feeling like you just like are dropping Molly every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a fucking, fucking... Love is a hell of a fucking all that drop. oxytocin. Ooh, and, girl, yeah. shit. The highs, the lows. Yeah, absolutely. And, but, and, and like what... I mean, real adulthood and maturity is and like what what would train grandma what, say yeah about exactly like, what would train grandma like, say okay so when when I get in my next relationship I'm gonna be train grandma in it the whole time and I'm gonna so 
All right. No, I'm even going to go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go back. Okay. So, like, one one of my serious... My serious relationship in my 20s, it was, like, you know, insane. I experienced all that shit that we were just talking about. Yeah. And then, It's, like, like your first relationship with a woman, too. That is, like... No, that was my second relationship with a woman. Oh, sorry. I'm not counting the first one. Okay. Because this, this one, like, lasted a lot longer. It was, like, way more real. But, um... But, like, yeah. So, I went through all that stuff. And, uh... And then, like, you know, it faded, and we were real people, and we had to learn to live with each other, and then, you know, it didn't work out, and it ended, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, was, it wasn't a bad breakup or anything, just because it, it probably should have happened way sooner than it did. <laughs> I think we were both like, eh, ah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I remember after it was done, specifically having a conversation with my best friend saying, like, that was great. But I don't want to go through that again. Meaning, like that that crazy like falling feeling in love like your phase. limb is cut off when you're not with them. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can and ever I, be in well, control. Well, of that's that. the thing. So I, I like this is like me. Like oh, this is like I don't know. How old was I? Twenty eight, twenty nine when we broke up. Um, so and I'm talking to my friends and I'm like, oh, thinking I'm so much older and wiser now. Or I'm like, I don't even have the capacity to fall in love like that again. Where I'm just like, I I don't want to fall in love like that. I want like my next relationship to be like. A gentle love that's like built on solid foundations and none of this like crazy blah 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 blah. Yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm setting myself on fire every day. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like I mentioned before, like I don't want to feel like I'm missing an internal organ when I'm not around. You know, right? That's not cool. And like that's not cool. (laughs) That's not cool. cool. But I remember one of my best friends, very specifically, shout out last, um, (laughs) was just like Jill, like. You won't, that's not, she's like, that's not realistic because like, you're not going to, like, she's like, that's not love. She's like, that's not how it happens though. And I was just like, no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong. And sure enough, like the relationship, the main relationship in my thirties that I've had. Yeah. Like, nope. Yep. Taken on that roller coaster ride. But the thing was, (laughs) I did have wisdom to be, having been through it, knowing that like, okay, this is what's happening, and that's my place. And, like, I, I did handle that, like, beginning, like, falling for someone a lot better. Like, feeling uh-huh. the rug was pulled out of you. I, I handled it way better. Like, I remembered to make time for my friends. Sure. I to, like, oh, sure. not feel totally insane. You know, like, I, I was... I remember to not feel totally yeah, insane. Yeah, like, I, I was yeah. way better at, like, the falling in love part, the sec- like, you know, that time than I was the time in my 20s. Not so much better at, like, sustaining the relationship. Sure. Well, it's interesting. But I'll get there next time, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, I agree with you. Train grandma will guide you. Train grandma will guide you. Like, I didn't think... uh, I guess I only thought that was possible to happen to me, like, once and, like, as a very young person and, like, because of X, Y, and Z reason. And then, like... When you find out that's not true, it's like, it's just disconcerting, you know? It's like, it's, I think it's like one of the biggest blessings in the world, but it's also like, as you get older, I think you think, and perhaps this is just completely an illusion anyway, right? Because like any sort of day, any given day can change the whole fucking course of your life for better or for worse. But I think there is the illusion, or maybe it's like in some part true, (laughs) that you have more control over your life and like a firmer grasp on everything and then like you fall in love with somebody and it's just like nope this still has the ability to flip everything (laughs) on its fucking head yeah and how am I gonna navigate this as like what I hope is a mature the mature adult that I am right I don't know I feel like having been through it a couple times process some shit with your friends yeah (laughs) I mean like I hate I hate 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 like the like 
oh, well, you, like you go through a breakup and it's like, well, you learn something. Like, I don't want to treat like a failed relationship as a lesson. Uh, yeah. But I also do know that I have learned like so many valuable things yeah. about myself, about how I am in relationships. And I yeah. also know that like, not only have I learned things, but like I've, I've used what I've learned to like become better and like, and, and still now striving to even become better. Like it's like now, now, like <laughs> after like two very serious relationships that <laughs> I am in neither of them, like, sure. I, like I know exactly what my patterns are. I know exactly what, like, I know, like, you know, like I know exactly what to you expect from myself. You bestow really good advice upon your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can be there and be like, oh girl, this is what's happening. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So I mean, like as much as like I fucking hate the like oh lesson like fuck that I didn't need to learn that like, you know like couldn't I just like you know I don't know I think knowing yourself is breakup, always but, beneficial you know yeah but I I am so like so much more self aware and that's like that's one of the great things about getting older I guess as a dyke or as a straight person where it's sure. like there's like a self knowledge where it's like. It's almost like an inside joke with yourself. Where you're like, oh, Jill. Oh, oh you're doing oh, this fucking here. crazy shit again. That, How are huh? you? That, yeah. Huh? yeah. Dial it back. Yeah. And like, I'm just so very aware now. <laughs> like, well, You're we'll, your own train grandma, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see A how it all bit. pans out. No, yeah. I think you are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it all pans out. Yeah. Ask me in our like reunion podcast in like... 60 well okay well that implies that we're gonna stop doing it oh yeah that's true well okay so this is episode i think it just be called what's like the 50th anniversary not like a bison is it a bicentennial a less is that too (laughs) a less it's a centennial a less (laughs) tennial we'll work this out and get back to you but yeah for our hundredth episode no our like thousandth i don't know i don't fucking know uh, will the internet exist? Will like we just be like? Will we exist? Be like zooming this into all your brains with our brains I and hope some so. microchips. I hope kind of not, because then you'll see like the weird like shit I like think about when I ride my bike home, and I don't oh. want that. Yeah, but okay, uh, that's fair. <laughs> that can stay yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that occasion when it's the. Uh, Dykeversary? No, wait, Dyktennial? Lestennial? I don't know. Tennial means... I'm really going to show my ass here. Oh, so a bicentennial is 200 years. Bicentennial, bicentennial is 200 years. What is a 50-year anniversary called? Oh, 50-year anniversary. Oh, oh um, I don't know. 50-year anniversary? Okay. Well, oh, don't they have, like... I mean, I'm not straight, so I don't know. They have, like, oh, it's, like, your paper anniversary and your, like... No, no, tree bark anniversary. You know, like there's like a <laughs> bluebird material. anniversary. There's like a material for everything. Yeah, then, like, it's like your golden anniversary. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that stupid shit is, and I don't care. So let's throw out this. It's like I never want to see your old withered dick again. Just give me some jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that. Yeah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> we took a break and. Drank a whole beer. Sounds about if right. If you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so when yeah, I'm like anyway. So when we're those old dykes, um, we'll 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 reunite at Cubby Hole. We'll reunite at Cubby Hole, and people will be coming to uh, up to us and being like, "How old are you?" And I'll be like, "I am three hundred. It's none years of your old. goddamn business." But let me tell you about what it was like when I was a youth. And they'll be like, "Oh my god, I thought you were forty. 
Halloween. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, even now it's like, it's weird for me to be <laughs> the age I am now. And like, I guess in my thirties, it's like, it's difficult coming to terms with the fact that I have a past as an adult, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like up until very recently, I've, my past has always just been as a child. So it's weird, to, weird for me, excuse me, to have a past as an adult and then also be in like <laughs> queer spaces like Cubbyhole and see people who are so much younger than me, yeah. who like shouldn't be able to drink, who were like <laughs> born when I was 12 years old. Yeah. Um, and then they're just having this like, whole different queer experience Preach. than what I had. And it's like, it can be like, create this weird sense of vertigo and yeah. like cognitive dissonance, I think. For don't sure. you think? Absolutely. I have, um, I don't know if you've gotten this. I have gotten quite a bit of this over the past couple years. I guess since, uh, like, like, from the, the from so I've been single for a while now, and then the time before, like the last time I was single before this current time I've been single, like there's been a definite shift. Uh huh. And uh, recently, what I have noticed at bars, like mingling with mingling, mingling with dykes <laughs> at bars, as I do, um, as one does. And I am single and mingled. You're single and you're mingling. <laughs> God bless. But when it like the conversation happens of how old you are, I've been getting no. You look so incredulous. Much yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where like I'm just kind of like in my head where I'm Does like, Does that even have to come up? I guess. Yeah. Well, like because you're I just you- like I don't want to like fuck a 22 year old. Well. <laughs> I mean, partially, well, whatever. You know, like, I don't put words in my yeah. mouth. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so that, that like, the last time, not the last time, one of one of the most recent times we were at Cubbyhole, uh, you left and I stayed. Yes. And I, like. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not going to get into that story. No, but that's a story for a different day be- or no other day. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. The story before <laughs> that story is, a. Uh, like, I, like, just kind of, you know, made friends with some other random, like, dykes that were there by themselves, which mm-hmm. is why I love that bar. And, yeah, we were all chatting, getting to know each other, and there are four of us, and they, it was, like, one of them was just, like, ah, like, so, someone mentioned something about, like, their age or so, something that indicated, like, a, how old they are, and I was, like, Meh. like, I was, like, oh, oh, talking to a 22-year-old. Oh, really? Like, yeah, and so, I don't know, someone else, maybe, maybe it was me. Well, I don't know, well I'm, now like, I'm just, like, curious as to, like, what that, like, I guess, cultural signifier was. Uh, as something about, like, being in school or something. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, you okay. Know? And, and, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so... They came up like, all right, everyone like, sure you're right. How old is everyone? And uh and one of the one of them was they, two of them were very young, like I think one was like twenty-three and one was twenty-four, I don't know, something like that. And then the other one was like closer to my age. I mean, when I hear that too, I cringe because I'm like, God bless your ass. I would never want to have to relive like twenty-three to thirty ever again. Those were some like Real, oh yeah, acting oh, times. I mean, they I were like my late twenties, beautiful sure. and like energetic, and there was a whole lot going on. But like, I was really figuring some shit out. Yeah, I guess I was. I, you know, I. 20, I like being where I am. I right would now. say twenty-seven was when things started to come together for me. Okay. Twenty-seven. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the 
the the Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Jimmy right. Henry, yeah, like, I know. If you make it past twenty seven, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. And that was kind of how it was for me. It's like you're twenty seven. I was like, oh, all right, let's, okay. let's do it. Totally. I feel like that's like the age I kind of became. You come who into I am your now, own. or started to at least for sure, for yeah. sure. But um, but yeah. So and then like the like the other person was like maybe like a year or two younger than me. And I was like, thank God. And the thing is like, (laughs) I'm so bad at telling how old anyone is. Like I figured they were all younger than me, but I didn't think the range, the gap was so immense. Sure. And like, and and maybe it doesn't matter, but like, I, okay. Like I think. Well, I was going to say is that like, I, I like said my age and they were all like, no. And I was just like, I kind of feel like you're trying to humor. Like I, like I don't feel like, I don't look older than I am, but I also don't think... It's like a weird kind of, like, reverse age shaming Yeah, exactly, exactly, where it's like, that's what they say because that's what they have to say because they're so shocked by how old I actually am that the way that they show (laughs) their shock is by going, no, but, like, it's not that I don't look my age. It's just that they're shocked that they're talking to someone my age. You look like a hot-ass bitch in her 30s who is, like... In possession of her life. I, I think that, too. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not in any, like, I don't feel bad. Like, I think no. I, you know, like, I, I, Congratulations. I, I look my age. I look like a dyke in her mid-30s that takes care of herself. Yeah, you know? like, thousand and ten percent. And that's what I am. Like, and I don't need to be told I look, you know, But they're idiots. Seven years they're younger ch- than idiot I am. children. No offense. I, this is, like, me being ageist. I'm just speaking of my, really referencing myself when I was that age. Like, you know. Yeah, but the funniest part is that shit. earlier in this episode, we're like, and when we also, talk to those old dykes at the bar, we're shocked because they know, look so much younger. So it like, cuts maybe, both ways yeah, maybe, so hard. Maybe, maybe it really that, does. Maybe I do look younger. I don't know. I hope so. You I mean, too. I, well, I don't, even saying I hope so, I'm like, is that like, eight, I don't, I don't well, want to like internalize that ageism, but like I, I also. like when you boil it down, it's like, it is, I guess, in large part, arbitrary like given the amount of time like the universe has been in existence like yeah. what is fucking a nine year <laughs> I'm serious it's like I'm a nine year differential that's what I mean you know it's like not that vast of a difference but no and and it's like you know the old like I, I once I turned 30 it, it it like turning 30 first of all wasn't difficult for me and I didn't feel like oh I actually feel it more <laughs> after becoming like single in my 30s sure like I entered my 30s single and I wasn't like oh I'm in my 30s and single but becoming single again in my like mid 30s that was more like and and starting to date again yeah that was different because it was different but um but anyway like as soon as I hit 30 like anyone in their 30s became my age like I will talk to someone yeah like I sometimes forget how old I am because and even I'm just in like, their 40s too yeah. yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like I'll get there when I hit 40, um, but like, if I talk to someone and I'm like, how old are you? And they're like, I'm 30. I'm like, me too. Definitely not 30. Well, I was 30 I feel a like minute ago. There's but if a- I talk to someone and they're like, I'm 39, I'm like, me too. Also not also quite not there yet. Yeah. So it's just like anyone in their 30s is like my age. I guess I <laughs> felt that way when I was in my 20s too, but I also feel like there's a much bigger age difference between like... 23 and 33 than there is between 33 and 43 oh, in terms yeah. of degrees of maturity. Oh my goodness. Especially as a queer person and especially with all like the the processing that you have to do. Absolutely. It's like it's like that rule for dating where like the youngest you can go, you half your age. Yeah, what is that rule? Adds, I always forget. And add seven. So. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember what I was going to say that, like, I forgot what I was going to say before. I think for a long time I was, like, always attracted to older women because, I mean, it, it was, like, a sort of a train grandma phenomenon for me. Like, they were just so aspirational. Was and it FUBU? I, um, it, yeah, it was FUBU. Consult our first episode? It was totally... Yeah, consult yeah, our first episode our first for the episode, definition. Maybe second episode Throwback. for the definition. Um, and it was, like, a matter of, like, needing a role model and, like, needing, I think, to desperately adhere to a way of being because I was grappling for one, right? And it was like, it felt chaotic to me and I didn't have one of my own. But like now, as I become more and more comfortable in myself, it feels good to be attracted to somebody who is the same age as me and mm-hmm. like that it is a sort of different kind of growth and maturity. Yeah. I mean, I like... I've never been into older women. Not that I've not, you know, I'm not like, you older women. I think I like fetishized them for a second. Or maybe fetishize is the wrong word. But there was more wrapped up in that than just like chemical attraction or whatever. No, I mean, it's definitely a thing. Like it's a, it's a motherfucking thing. Like I know so many dykes that like love older women. Right. And um, I've always like my ideal age of someone that I will date is my age. Like, I want to date someone who, like, literally graduated in the same... I agree. Like, not actual class, but, like, the same year Now I agree. Class of, you know, like... Totally. You want to have... I mean, it's different for everybody, but, like, it feels good to have somebody who's, like, kind of your peer, I guess. Yeah, and it's just the same cultural touchstone. Sure, exactly. But the thing now is, I mentioned, like, the shift from when I was, like, last single when I was, like, I guess, like, I started... My last relationship from, yeah, right when I was 31, right when I turned 31. And like now dating in my mid to latter 30 years. <laughs> latter. But um, <laughs> but it, it's so much more difficult to find someone who is um, single, available, attractive. All That's surprising to me though. Life. You think like all the good dykes are married? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Or they're just but, like not going out maybe, as much. Or maybe they're not attracted to me. But I do find that, like the people that I don't. The people that. that I go on dates with are are younger, and it's not because I like have a thing for younger women. Like, no, I've I, never had a thing for younger women. I, I will haven't. Tell you but that. I just end up dating them all the time, and it's it. I it's not my preference. It's I'm not. I'm I'm not against it either. Like sure. if I if I meet someone who's like ten years younger than I am, but they're like really mature and cool, like. Like sure, like why would I? Why would I not? Of um, course, yeah, of course. Uh, but um, but it's just I I went on a date with someone that was again actually she was maybe like one month older than I am and that was so cool and like just like it was it was a great it was a great day it was like it was casual though but uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just made a gesture it's a secret yeah sorry Leah knew who I was talking about I knew who she was talking but yeah, about yeah it was like it was just like one of those great like one and done dates you know? <laughs> one and done dates <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was like so refreshing just to like me, you know because it, I was it was it was like a novelty almost like meeting someone that was my exact age mm-hmm. and uh, I, I would love to again but I'm also I am I am open to younger people because that seems to be what's available I used to joke what's even, available but but yeah I mean that's it, what what am I gonna pick from people who aren't available like yeah no you're gonna, absolutely let right. me just break up some marriages <laughs> no nobody <laughs> wants to do that I mean I think like at the end of the day right like <laughs> And I think we, I, 
maybe me, maybe not you, but like I'm always trying to conclude these episodes on just like a really positive and encouraging and uplifting note. But like, absolutely. So when I'm a million years old and still single, <laughs> shut what, the fuck up. One of you, twenty uh, year olds, that is discovering this twenty years from now. <laughs> but I mean, I think it is like it is a privilege to get older. First of all, oh, fuck no that. matter who you are, and to like have your mental health and have your physical health, or like. Just be able to like recognize and process and talk about it and have conversations about it. Yeah. Like we are. Um, and just to be like, made it through. How you doing? I made it like, through. How you doing? And like, like made oh, it through our 30s. You doing good? Exactly. You know? And like, yes, there are like less sort of like, I don't know, like, I guess um, institutional markers or milestones, but I think. Like, one of the many vast beauties of being a queer person, and there are so fucking many, is, like, your ability to really write your own narrative and define it for yourself and, like, feel, like, less um, compelled to do things because of where societal pressure tells you where you should be at any given moment. Yeah. And, like, this might be sappy, but we're you know how we're talking about, like, how we don't really have, like, defined milestones and signposts, but, like... You, you see things about yourself growing, but, like, you also see, see things about the people you love growing. And, like, I've only been friends with you, like, a few years, but, like... God, it feels like forever. I know. Doesn't it? it? it yeah, it does. A decade, I, I would know. say. But, well, I mean... I think we've just... coming. Our souls have been connected forever. But I, what I was getting is... Say I see yes, you, you agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, I'm interrupting I'm sorry, you to I'm tell sorry. you that I've seen you grow and I love it. Like, I've seen you grow too yeah. and I love it too. Yeah. And, like, that's a, that's a joy and that's a gift and, like, that's cool. Yes. And, like, so, like, maybe, like, society do- doesn't define milestones for us and we don't see them on TV and it's not in a Hallmark card or in... A Depends commercial <laughs> running down but the like, hill with the shit running down. Yeah, your but like we see it in each other. We and see like, it in each other, and like maybe we should just like celebrate it more. I'm gonna send you one of those cards. You know <laughs> what? Like, I think we do celebrate it, and I think what's really special about my relationship with you is like we take the time to recognize and appreciate each other on our own terms and define what's important and what's significant for ourselves. And I think there's so much beauty in that and I think we never take it for granted so well let's keep not taking it for granted let's keep not taking it for granted uh, so in 50 years when we listen to this uh in our in our like golden girls gay golden girls I mean that's kind of redundant but anyway (laughs) yeah it really is and like I hope wherever you are in your life whether you're old or young or a train grandma or like Looking at the train grandma from across the aisle. Find your own train grandma. Find your own train grandma. Find the beauty in your life. But like, good fucking luck. Let's do this. Let's try and make it through. Let's let's help each other make it through. Feel permission, girl, boy, whomever, to define it for your motherfucking self. Yes. Fuck yeah. Lesbians are miracles. Lesbians are miracles. (laughs) Peace and love, bitch.